Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Warning. This podcast contains strong language, drug references, excessive and overbearing feminism, white girl problems, and probably something about sex. Sorry. Sorry. What could go wrong? Big lit energy. Ding dong merrily on high and don ye now our gay apparel and nothing's gayer than Storm's tapins. <laughs> Firstly, what? Gay means happy. Okay. No, Said every 14 year old boy who gets caught <laughs> yeah, out. Exactly. Okay. Hi guys. Merry Christmas. My name's Storm. Merry Yuletide. My name's Mel. Mel's got a little bit more into Christmas than I am. And I have no <laughs> idea what you say. It's like you're speaking Swahili. <laughs> you know, our um, cultures cross over with Christmas. Do they? What do you mean? Well, the Dutch and the South African have one little um, Christmas failure in common. They have a lot of failures in common, but keep going. <laughs> True. Should we leave it there? Yeah. <laughs> um, what about, do you know about Zweiss Pete? Yes, we've spoken about Vice Pete before. Well, I think that that's the Dutch and the South African. I'm just trying to rope you into this. Yeah. Um, it's, a, it's a very sad. Racist. Racist Christmas tradition that no one in Holland will admit is horribly racist. Really? No, they're just like, it's, he's black from the soot. I'm like, well, then why did you draw the lips? That's what I want to know. No, and the, and, and, and and the no, hair. No, and we, no, no, no. But Vice Pete. Nobody's saying that's not Father Christmas. That's one of his no, six that's to eight his slaves. fucking. Would you call it an elf or would you call it a slave? No, it was a slave, which then became reindeers. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Appropriate. Yeah, a yeah, slave. Yeah, yeah. Not so much. Still, still smashing it on in uh, old uh, Deutschland. So yeah. that's bad, but not as bad as uh, this person's Christmas. I've just looked up world's worst Christmases, and this person says that uh, their worst Christmas. Is the year where their dad made the whole family sit perfectly still in the dining room for four hours while Uncle Norman painted it. What? <laughs> oh, <laughs> and this gosh. is what could go wrong. A podcast about... Being a yes woman. Yes. Although sometimes say no. To Uncle Norman. <laughs> say no, Spice Beat. No, Spice. <laughs> say no, Spice Beat. And I do not want Uncle Norman to paint me. Imagine sitting in a hole, like I'm imagining like turkey, cranberry. I'm just imagining it's American. Ugh. And you just have to sit there while Uncle Norman paints you. I've got some pretty fucking... Uh, I can't even think of the right word. Boring family. I, sorry if you're listening. Um, but you're not, yeah, your dad might be accidentally listening, listening again. again. <laughs> but yeah, that's that uh, that really takes the cake. I'm currently in a in a in a rage at the moment because I've just found out that my family uh, dinner turned to brunch, and it turns out that brunch is in fact at nine a.m. on a Sunday. And Uncle Norman arrives at nine fifteen, <laughs> and he paints the with his, with his palette with with spice peat holding the palette. Anyway, so today is a very, um, very fun episode uh, for us because not only is it Christmas and it's New Year's because, I mean, let's be honest, we're not getting another episode out before the Don't end of the year. Don't be silly, love. Come Don't on. be silly. We've got a lot on our plate. Um, but it also happens to be our first birthday. I know. Which is very, very exciting. We've had an entire year now of being 
Yes. Idiot. Women. Yes. Uh, yes. Idiots. Women. <laughs> yes. Idiots. Yes, it, women. Yeah. Um, and uh, so we thought we'd take this very special opportunity. We're going back from the normal uh, schedule. Yeah. It's like the nanny when the nanny's suddenly a cartoon or something. It's exactly. like one of those heartwarming trip down memory I lanes. Say it's, it's like a variety show. It's got everything. It's, it's got, got everything Storm. It's got Mouth. Yeah. It's got me. It's got Christmas. It's got the fact that we were too lazy to do anything else. Oh, don't be silly. It's uh, got all of that. So this week on What Could Go Wrong, we are happy taking birthday, a trip spe- down memory Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> what could go wrong? <laughs> Energy. I okay. hope recording that. I've got herpes again. <laughs> Wait a second. Um, no, uh, straight from the top, gang, I'd like to apologise for how wasted I was last episode. Um, it was... That was terrible. I just was hearing really, you really add bad. those extra syllables to Gogglebox. That was like eight syllables. Um, it I, was like watching Love, actually. It was that uh, bad. I have, it was fucking torture for me like i had this sort of like for you oh no listening back to it i had these like sort of plans that i wanted for the season for us to go to aa like i thought it could be quite good and i have to say that alone was aa for me well let me play the uncut version oh jesus because that was so many hours of poor mouth just editing your extra syllables out of google box you were like you, you spent like five minutes shutting your laptop and you're like, oh, oh I've, I've shut it now. I'm like, no, we know. We just watched you with bated breath, right, with looks know. of horror while you anyway, closed so your laptop. So I have learned minutes. my lesson, guys, and cheers to that. Cheers. Look, I'll drink to that. <laughs> yes. Drink up. And she's yeah. drinking watermelon passion pop. And mm. that's the, that's. Actually, as, is, as is tradition. It is tradition. In fact, this time last year, we were drinking this. So it's a little bit of a, um, I guess it's like a little reminiscent of our beautiful time when we went, mm. we drank one of these two of these mm. Mm. went to a party made everyone show us their phones and clicked follow on our podcast it was so it was very and smart. i haven't seen some people since that since that party and they've since i've seen them just this weekend and they've said i said i haven't seen you since that party and they went yeah, yeah you made me follow your podcast like it stands out it's so embarrassing i was it so is. enthusiastic but it was really good for our followers so i don't know we don't swings. yeah look swings absolutely every cloud every cloud <laughs> yeah speaking of every cloud can i just mm. read this out um heart, silent heart song on reddit says that the worst christmas of her life was when she was 10 she wrote a letter to santa asking him to please help her mum quit smoking <laughs> her mum read the letter and took her aside and told her to never fucking bring that up again. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it's weird how we time travelled into Storm's future. <laughs> that is weird. I watched a botch the other day. A what? A, a botch. botched. God, when I someone, love botched. When someone had to have a nose job because their son, I'm not sure exactly how old he was, probably I 23. Watched, I watched um, asked Asked her, does Father Christmas exist? And she said, oh, sorry, babe, no. And he fucking sconed her straight in the nose i saw that her and honestly she no 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 she looks she's got a grinch nose yeah it's weirdly appropriate she's got a, not a grinch <laughs> nose but the people from that who the are, who's from whoville yeah exactly them she's got one of those so it's weird yeah so he really got what he wanted in the long run oh my god listen to this leanne one year my cousin scheduled her wedding for christmas day but no one was allowed to talk about or reference Christmas at all because she did not want a Christmas-themed wedding. That's so <laughs> fucking idiot. stupid. Also, way to turn down a bomb-ass theme, like red, white, you could be the Grinch in the Merkin. 
so many, so many opportunities. Yeah. Um, that's so, like, weird. Um, What's like, your favourite Christmas movie? Ooh. Fuck, I don't know. Don't be, like, sassy, uh, like, Die Hard, because it's a Christmas movie. It's like, well, no, we it? know it's a Christmas movie. Oh, it's I have no, I haven't watched it. Watched, I haven't watched it. It was all men's, um, like, Die Hard. I think it was probably, like, that National Lampoon's one was a pretty good time. Oh, yeah. Family uh, vacay. Yeah, that was pretty good. I don't know. I don't really like To be honest, I don't really like Christmas music. No, neither. Have you seen Gremlins 2? Yes. Gremlins 2 has probably the world's most horrific Christmas story that the girl, it's Phoebe Cates, I think, and she's telling the story of why she doesn't believe in Santa or why she found out there was no Santa. Sorry. Also, for all of our listeners that are under eight, please close your ears. Yeah. La, 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 Okay, la, la. so mums take your kids away from this and do that anyway. Yeah. You um, <laughs> did you not hear the bit at the beginning? I, You're a fool. You're a fool. <laughs> um, so she's telling the story of how her father didn't have much money or something like that laid off from work. I don't know. But he went all out and then they um, – I'm probably telling it wrong. And then um, he disappeared. On Christmas night, he the went. The dad did. The dad. He went completely missing on Christmas. No one heard from him again. They got. She got no presents, nothing. When he got a pack of cigarettes and then come home. you'd think it was that chestnut. Mm. But Gremlins 2 really hits you in the vag with this one. And um, then a few weeks later, a smell starts coming out the chimney <gasps> and the fire brigade come and they pull out the rotting corpse of her dad dressed as Santa with a <gasps> sack full of presents. Oh. And then she delivers the banger of all Christmas movie lines yeah. and that's how i found out there was no such thing as santa oh my gosh yeah. did you read that on the worst no that's from gremlins too. oh that's a movie oh okay. yeah i no, feel no. like it's something wrong with your brain that you can't follow a narrative for like 30 seconds <laughs> unless i'm waffling and i apologize okay, i think it can be both it's fine all right, so we're ready to take a trip down memory lane. Yeah, so we thought because it's our birthday, because it's the end of the year, we're going to go down, we're going to talk about all the things we've done in the last year, um, see where we're at with them, what's happened, anything coming up, you know. Yeah, and there's a bit of, there's a few updates. There really is. I feel like a lot of things we've done, we've done them on the precipice of them becoming a better thing. Or did they become a better thing because of what could go wrong the podcast? I it's don't know. It's hard to say. It's hard to say. So there's something that most people probably don't click on, and that's mm. the bios. Yes, and I mean even I don't read them enough. Okay, Mel, rude. Yeah, sorry, Mel does the bios, and they're very, they're a good time, and I do remember to read them. That yeah. Well, look, I'm going to start by reading the first bio out. Yeah. And Storm, I want you to give us an update okay, on this cool. bio. Done. You All ready? Right. Yeah. <clears throat> and the bios weren't very imaginative at first. They got better. Oh, good. This week, we try the ancient Amazonian ordeal medicine of Cambo. What could go wrong? Could the Cambo practitioner be as hot as John Ham? He was. Could we somehow become incredibly agile hunters? No. Would we then have to vomit for hours into an 85-cent Bunnings bucket? Time will tell. And that's that's the bio. <laughs> that was quite good. That was a good. One. Okay, so update um, us on Cambo. There have been some developments. Okay, so there has been some developments via Adelaide. Yes. So an Adelaide couple that have a really funny name, and I'm going to get it wrong now, but it's called like One Voice, Two Wolves, or something. That's the name. That's <laughs> Twin the, Heart Flame Feather Wolves. Uh, yeah. So that's the name of their little, you know, crew or whatever. 
um, they did a ceremony on someone. I want to say that she died. Okay. Well, you should have said that before I started making fun of her hippie name. Oh, sorry. No, that was their name, not hers. So now he's only one flame. No, no, no. They did a ceremony on someone else. Oh, and this person died. And this person died in Victoria, I think is confusing with the South Australian thing. Oh. So from that, there's been a lot of stuff in the news of being like, okay, we can't practice this anymore. Who would I, have thought? I actually got a text message from one times John Ham the other day, just being like, hey, go in, sign this petition, do what you can to keep Cambo going. And I went like, I was I like, will not oh, be doing absolutely, that. I will I'll do that. And then I forgot. That. Well, um, I'm like lucky that you... Yeah. Have the uh, but nevertheless, I, I, nothing. I um, I would probably still do it again. I've, no. rec- I've recommended friends to do it. I've had a friend that did it. She had, a, she had I, an awful time, but also enjoyed it at the same yes. time. Yes, she got the she got the hoof. Yeah, and apparently, um, the Sananga was a lot worse the time she got it. So for those that haven't actually listened to that episode, and I wouldn't blame you because that was a fucking hot. Hot, it sounded like it was being broadcast from inside the womb of a robot. <laughs> yeah, and I'm on top of that, very, very, very drunk. Oh yeah, no, very drunk. That's that was, given yeah. for you, darling. I know that was that was particularly bad. And you were on the same train. Thank you very much. We have photos to prove that you as well, Mouse. Yeah. Who do you know with a liver that's huge, a big red nose, and goggles down booze? Drunken Santa's coming to town. This week, He's week two, Mel and Storm travel to Indonesia. That's that's different. That's not like that's us. Weird, yeah. uh, to get their vaginas fogged. What could go wrong? Being a feminist is great, but have you ever succumbed to the ancient ways of being pressured to cleanse your Miss V in an unnecessary and confusing ceremony? This week, Storm and Mel meet the crocodile of Seminya <laughs> and try a traditional vulva fogging known as Retus Vagina. Special guest stars Renly Baratheon, Stanley Ipkiss, Emma Stone and jo- Jonah Hill. Join us as we discover what it really means to turn your ticking time bomb of womanhood into a ripe, non fatal papaya (laughs) all right so how has how is miss v how is miss v oh well emma's well yeah 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 jonah's floppy as ever actually yeah emma just got engaged did emma my vagina (laughs) got engaged yes to 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 who i don't know to your vagina i don't know what his name was she just was on instagram with a big old ring probably andrew garfield no wasn't him. Oh, a scandal. <laughs> yeah. My vagina I, has many a scandal. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I'm since Ratters, how how have you how's your vag gone? Still smell like a pork barbecue <laughs> bun? <laughs> no, that did die down eventually, which was great. I mean, I still found the whole thing to be quite uh quite underwhelming. But it is does seem to be something that the uh, the act of having your vagina steamed is something that we're hearing a lot more about. Well, you can buy like $30 yes. vagina steaming potties from Wish.com. You just fill it with lavender oil and a slice of salmon, I don't know, and then yeah, you just sit very away. weird. And, and then like you're hearing about celebrities that are like, I think Chrissy Teigen did it. Yeah. Shouldn't go into much more detail about that. But I do feel like it's, you know, I feel like we, again, probably, you know, really discovered the rattus. I think we brought it to, uh, to Chrissy Teigen. <laughs> to Chrissy Teigen. Um, and uh, although another thing though is like after we did that, a friend of mine went and did the same thing. And Ooh, part of how's her V? Well, part of the whole, you know, part of the reason why people do the whole 
Radis vaginas, obviously, because you know, vaginas are a nasty place that needs to be cleansed. It's horrible. <laughs> Have you had Terrible. your inner health plus today? Yeah, exactly. That was my um, vagina. <laughs> Get out of the microphone. <laughs> um, but also they say that it's a whole thing about fertility, and I'm like, oh, God, yes, a whole it, it increases but, fertility, apparently. But my friend did one and literally was pregnant two weeks later. Oh my god, that's actually really good. I'm glad that we, as a no, podcast, no, 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 could no, no. well, she no, didn't, she didn't want to be pregnant though. So, so there was an eviction. There were, yeah. So it wasn't, it wasn't great, and um, I mean, it was also like an out of nowhere thing. It wasn't something that like okay, were you like, was, oops, yeah, no, and it's uh, just and, a bit for a podcast. I no, done yeah, it. and I, you know, she she didn't really want to comment too much further on that um, with it, but it wasn't like I mean, she was using protection and everything. I don't know if she was Storm. <laughs> I think she was. We can only take her word. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, moving on. Moving on. Moving on. Let us go. Let us go to um, the next thing before it gets too awkward. (laughs) That was a segue to birds. Bird term. Bird term. Yes. Uh, Almost 550 species of bird have been recorded in the Golden State of Western Australia. According to South African immigrant Storm, they are all brown. (laughs) She does think that. (laughs) Enlisting the help of a bird man, we venture into the bush to complete the whirlwind 30, sans food or water. Um, Oh, God, and it carries on. But then... (laughs) It carries on into a, to a real pun le- level of puns that I'm not comfortable with. Sure. Um, but it does say that we learnt the difference between a crippler and a plastic, which I still remember. No, I, I, I did learn quite a lot from that extreme bird watching. We went an extreme bird watching camp. And the, it um, says don't swallow, you'll get chirpies, which I thought was a very good pun. So that's a level of pun you can deal with right I can now. deal with that level Excellent. of pun, but just the middle between, I've started mixing the pun of John Hamm with birds and oh. CrossFit with p- pond heron. Um, you know, Jesus. the common bronze wing with Jennifer Lawrence in Mockingjay. All I'll say is at the end of this bird fiasco, I have since... Gone to Peru and seen an Andean condor. Is Maybe. That, uh, may, is that, oh. Stuffed in a museum. <laughs> Maybe. Oh, that sounds nice. Maybe I saw a cock of a rock. I did think that this would, would be one of our challenges that really stuck with me because I thought it was uh, quite an accessible thing to do more often. Uh, I'm a bit more interested in birds than I used to be. Have you found um, out they're all still just brown though? I mean, they're mostly brown, aren't they? Hmm. I'm not wrong. I don't know. The cock of the rock is fucking red. I woke up the other day um, with all these, like, I I woke up from a dream thinking that for some reason, like, the banister rail that I can see from my bedroom because my bedroom door was open was a cat that was screaming at me. And I woke up being like, I must stop the banister rail from meowing, which makes no fucking sense. And then suddenly I was like, wait a second. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, wait a second. And I saw my cat was like underneath this cabinet and I went and ran for her being like, oh, I'm so sorry. The banister rail was trying to beat you up and picked her up. And then she ran back to underneath where she was. And I realized that she was playing with something and at first I was like please god just be a moth be a large moth not a moth and, man mm, and then this thing started squeaking at me and I was like oh god fuck she's got a mouse and so I was still so half asleep and just chucked out the room closed the door and like ran and jumped into my bed because I'm a bit scared of m- m- mouses and I was my stomach whatever it's, I mean it's the same plurals thing, I'm horrified of plurals yes and um and then 
went back to sleep and I had all these weird dreams again and then woke up in the morning and then was like, oh, God, please let it still be a moth. And then looked at it and it was this tiny, tiny baby bird. It was fucked. And it was just sort of like breathing heavily and then eventually I... Um, Did you have to call Tommy? Well, fuck, that's it. I was just like, I can't do it. I can't kill this thing. But since our uh, Dirty 30, what's it called? Well, in 30, could you identify said... No, Good. I, I no, honestly, it was so fresh out of the motherfucking nest. It could have been anything. I think it was straight so, out of Compton. That's yeah, sad. Let's, so shall good. we drink some watermelon passion pop in honor of that well, bird? Wait, let me finish the story because it really doesn't. I worse. hate the story. Okay. I'm trying to wrap you up. All right. Well, just like I wrapped it up in a t- in a shirt, oh, which I still God. quite like, and I it wasn't um, a segue story. And I put it into the garden. Um, in said shirt into the communal garden of my complex and just was like, I, I can't kill it, but it's dying. And I it just flew make away it, the I end. I want to make it warm and comfortable and, and I keep taking my dog out there to go for, have a little wheeze and the shirt is still there and I'm like, I do kind of want that shirt, but now it has a rotting baby bird in it. It could be alive in there. It could be fine. It's all good. How could you? Let's okay. move on. Let's have a cigarette. Oh, Okay. Oh, wow, that wasn't annoying. Um, <laughs> not as annoying as this sentence. Is breast milk vegan, though? That's <laughs> literally the start of the bio. After a lifetime of neglected plants and Tamagotchis who exist in their own filth, Storm and Mel take the next obvious step for two women in their early to early 30s, virtual motherhood. Join us as we tackle late night feeds, work-life balance and severe judgment for people who don't agree with us taking two newborns to a bar. Yes, it's true, we're glowing, but that's just the dye sport. Two babies, 48 hours, what could go wrong? So, Mel and I, in this episode, we got, yeah, we got two uh, of those electronic babies. They were called we- Alexander Hamilton and Meat Tornado. <laughs> I believe I, uh, oh, Scratch Osborne, we changed to eventually. Oh, Scratch Osborne. But we loved them dearly, we did not. Um, so any update on that from your side, Mel? Have you had any children since? Negative. However, no. she did send me a bill. Uh, she yes. charged me $300 yes. for the babies. However, I got it back on tax. Oh, good. Yes, go. because Everything it sounds around. like something a normal human would do for work. And it got, <laughs> totally. thank you, Mr. Taxman. Um, that was probably my hardest challenge, honestly. It put me back from wanting children. It really, it really put did. me on the back foot. Although yeah. I did see Frozen 2 today. And how was that? Well, Why? I haven't seen Frozen 1, but I got the <laughs> gist of it. It's a lot of Frozen shit. Um, no, it was good. It was okay. It was great. Why did you see Frozen 2? I went with my niece. We sat on Santa's knee. Mm-hmm. She's gorgeous. You sat on Santa's knee as well. Oh, I tried to back that up onto him. <laughs> my sister makes a great point about Santa, just that she works her ass off all year for a white man to come and take credit for all her hard work. Fucking spot on. Yeah, but this Santa, he actually will show you a photo. Tell me if you think he's hot or not. What do you think of this Santa? Oh, he's kind of hot. Yeah, I thought you... Yeah. Would he be into Santa's? He's got a vibe. Um, he reminds me of the guy from Homeland. Home Alone? Um, no, Homeland. Joe Pesci? Um, I couldn't tell you what his name was, but... Um, Claire Danes. That's it. That's the one. Yeah. 
he was okay. He was pretty good. Mm. Then we were outside the cinema. My niece said she was a magical queen and she could give me anything I wanted, Mm. any toy. And I said, I want a mermaid toy. And she said, "I'm I'm a mean queen and I only give you things you don't like. And then she magically put something in my hand and she said, it's a butt toy. (laughs) And the joke's on her. (laughs) And that's why Mel doesn't want children. (laughs) Yeah, look. Well, I have to say is that like what that thing has really left with me is that every time I hear like it's always on so many TV shows and reality TV shows, those fucking babies are back and they cry and it's so triggering for me. Like I start to feel very, very anxious. She still she still slips into my DMs, that lady, asking if I'm keen on getting more of them. And it's just such an absolutely no. It's just no. It's just sometimes I feel rude, you know, when someone's like, would you like another, would you like dessert? And you're like, oh, look, I'll look at the menu. But this is like, no, no, bitch. That absolutely. Absolutely no. You absolute minger. Um, and anyway, that, done and dusted. Um. That takes us to our next, to our next um foray into idiocy what was that mel what oh i thought you meant what was my sentence i'm like (laughs) i wasn't quite sure if they were words either um no this is the next episode i think we're on episode five or six almost these are the 12 episodes of christmas god aren't we just just can't stop this week mel and storm discover they have probably eaten cat poo (laughs) i don't remember that but it's probable it sounds very likely. Um, if you want to be my lover, you've got to listen to my TED talk on what really happened to John Bonet Ramsey. Yeah. <laughs> it, this is when the bio stop really stopped making sense. Oh, it really is. No, I really, really like them. them. Yeah. Um, so it's Christmas. Oh my god! It's like oh. this is like a, this is nice a year in review. It's Christmas, and yes, we have donned our gayest apparel. Turns out my joke from before was old, um, <laughs> and we are ready to pay tribute to the ghost of Mariah Carey's past. Join us this week in our most dangerous task to date as we advertise our detective and spying services through a low-res gum triad. Yes, this may be against what you refer to as the law. We see laurels as more of a light moral suggestion hold the morals. We've always fancied ourselves as private dicks. What could go wrong? The first thing I'd like to say is that if I remember that episode correctly, you just decided it was Christmas. It wasn't actually. Oh, I was going to say the time. So that's the timeline's very sense. weird when we say that's our first birthday. <laughs> so it wasn't actually Christmas. Anything's you, Christmas if you believe. True. Um, Jingle yes. all so, the way, Storm. So Jingle all the Mel way. Mel and I did decide that we were private detectives. We put an ad up on Gumtree. With my actual address. <laughs> which no was one. a weird. Just there. Just, weird it's just Just my actual address, just fully out there yeah. for anyone to see. Fake names, fake everything. My address. That aside, it was one of the more successful things that we have ever done. Well, I we still really have the woman off. that we helped. You'll have to tune in to find the full story. But the woman we helped, I still have her on Facebook. And she's actually posts pictures of her very happy child whose life we saved. You're welcome, Mariah Carey, as we Morocco and Monroe are safe again. Also, well, who I, calls I, I pizza? have to say that um, since then, firstly, I was at a wedding once. You were not. That what? Okay, no, just sorry. I was. This is what detectives do. They call you out until you it's admit. It's true. You're right. You're good at what you do. Yes, you're good. I you should know live on doing. Guacamole Bay yeah. or whatever it's called. So I was at a wedding and um, a good friend of ours um, introduced me to someone else. And she was like, hey, this person who now happens to be a friend of mine. Um, she's like, she happens to be a private detective. I've told her what you're doing. 
and um, she's horrified. And this chick looked at me and she was like, you're going to get in so much trouble. You've done the wrong thing, blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, oh, my God, I'm two hours into a wedding. I've got a small buzz on already. I don't need this. And every time I saw this chick, she then went back on me being like, oh, you better take that ad down. It's very illegal what you're doing, da, da, da. And like, you know, as we both said, we always want to do private detectives. She was like, if you want to be a private detective, this is going to fuck you over, blah, blah, blah. And I was literally... You genuinely do want to be one. Yes. I'm and I was very... up to I was very freaked, freaked out about it. And, like, every time I saw her, I got more and more upset to the point at the end of the night, I was just like, you are wrecking me and my soul. Turns out, two months later, I see you again for the first time, and she's like, oh, don't you remember I came up to you on the dance floor and I told you I was joking? And I was like, what do you mean? No, I don't. She's like, no, your friend set this up. She told me someone else pranked me, which is the entire reason why I want to be a private detective because I think I'm so good at pranking and no one else can prank me. Someone else pranked me. Someone out pranked the prank Fucking star. Someone pranked me. And this chick, okay, she is a private detective. She was like, no, you're fine. I was just, and she was so overwhelmed with the fact that she was scary to someone. We're now very good friends. And she does want me to be a private detective. However, I have since been watching Dr. Phil. Mm. Um, and this ties in nicely with, I think, yep. the the, uh, the um, episode where we discovered that Dr. Phil's wife, Robin, was just a um, robot from Westworld. Yes. Um, anyway, no, there are people out there and they're pedophile hunters. And what they do is they pose online as young kids. Mm-hmm. And they ask to meet people. Mm-hmm. And when the person comes to meet them, they perform a citizen's arrest and call the police. Now, out of the hundreds of people that these pedo hunters have have um, caught, the police have attended only one case and said that it's entrapment. You cannot... Mm. Um, what do you call it? You cannot charge, you cannot make an arrest based on entrapment. Oh, entrapment, yeah. it's not. And yeah. it's the... The, one of the biggest no-nos. So even even watching this whole episode of Dr. Phil, watching Robin get the eye drops put in and blink occasionally, <laughs> we did a better job than these pedo hunters. Thank God. Thank God, because they write, were shocking. Write that on a bio. I think I might. Be- better than pedo hunters. Better, better than the pedo gonna, hunters. Okay, TBH, we're going to put that gum tree ad buck up. I think so. It's time so. to do another one. So if you guys have a case, uh, just uh, find us on gum tree. There we go. Yeah, can't wait. All right. Ready for the next one? Yes. It's Days of Christmas. <clears throat> on the ninth day of – or eighth? On the seventh day of Christmas, my true love said to me, every axe we throw brings us closer to becoming Kylie Jenner's new BFF. We have the position has recently been vacated. <laughs> that was the Jordan Hi, Woods Jordan. scandal. That sets us in time. That gives mm-hmm, us our mm-hmm. time frame. Gimli, son of Gloim, once said, nobody tosses a dwarf. Storm would probably give it a crack anyway. Let's be honest. <laughs> I can't believe I lot of the ring slut shamed you. I'm really sorry. Um, he also gets his beard braided on the luxurious island of Bali at a very good price, where this week we venture to attempt a somewhat competitive sport axe throwing join us as we get locked in a bikey bar stranded in galungan and find out that the sports uniform required for ditching axes is even grosser than the braces mel had in high school with lackeys the same color as her basketball uniform and i just want you to know my basketball uniform was (laughs) 
dark yellow and black <laughs> and that was on my teeth um rules of axe throwing are simple no high fives when holding the axes and the loser gets an axe tattooed on their ass you know sport yeah so mel and i did go we did play axe throwing we then made uh, mouse have to guess who lost the axe throwing competition because the loser did have a tattoo of an axe on their nose. It's me. It's on my bum. Yes. And Mouse, Mouse, and if you remember correctly, Mouse did win. And uh, you, we had I had to, to eat sun cream. We both had to eat sun cream and that was fucking awful. But stop. Nice. Do you remember what I told you the other day when we were swimming? No. Okay, that's we sw- rude. Well, we swim quite a bit, to be honest. So okay, we were in the beach and I spoke about my bum pimples. Was this when I called you... The other day when I was on the beach to say that my, my this was inside out and my gusset was showing. No. I was at a different time. No. I don't remember I that. I literally called Mel. I was like, Mel, I'm on the beach. I've just realised my gusset is the wrong way around. And she was like, don't say the word gusset, man. And it's full of sand. <laughs> yeah. It was awful. Carry on. Sorry. No, we were swimming and I said that I have a problem, which is that my bum has pimples on it. Oh, me too, though. And that we need to use proactive on our bums. And this <laughs> this axe tattoo has just basically brought it to, to the surface because I love showing it mm. and people take photos of it. And now because of the photos, I know that I have pimples on my butt. <laughs> Again, something you can do to stop that is proactive. Is no? proactive. That's the only way. So we do. When we'll do that as a challenge. But like honestly, even since I've said that to you, I've had another two pimples on my bum. I don't know what I'm doing wrong. I don't have pimples anywhere else. Don't get them on my face. No, you've got wrinkles on your face. <laughs> <gasps> That's not a joke at me. It's a joke at Tiffany. I know. Woman. A joke on you is a joke on Tiff. All right. It's not okay. Anyway, we should go axe throwing so again. Since, Loved it. Since then, there has been an axe throwing bar in Perth. In fact, I think there might be two now. Wow. Which is ridiculous. Yeah. But the thing is, there's a part of me, I keep going like, let's go axe throwing. And then I remember that you're in Perth. You can't even go bowling and drink anymore. You can't yes, you can. Yes, okay. you can. Okay, fine. I don't think you can axe throw and drink at the same time. You can even go play time. basketball when you've been drinking. You're That's not, different. It's not, not regulated. Oh, it's regulated. There's not a bar at basketball, is there? There's not a bar at basketball. And that's why I never went to watch you guys. That's very rude. You're also not invited. Oh. One more before our next break. All right. What was next? A thoughtful and touching expose on the vodka-soaked tampon. <laughs> The way we see it, everyone has two options. Option one, succeed in school, I roll, complete a three-year Bachelor of Science or something, yawn, and then complete a six-year medical degree, no thank you. Option two, advertise yourself as a doctor at a festival and give unsolicited and inaccurate advice to a room full of people who are potentially on acid. Despite the obvious perks of being able to administer your own Botox, we chose the work smarter, not harder approach. Not a single thing we say in this episode is advisable, but it is done with the purest motive of all, to pay homage to a real Australian icon, Dolly Dr. Melissa Kang. It's when we were live. It's our only live episode. It's it's a shock we didn't get asked to do another one. It I'm shocked. I am appalled. We are open. If you know somewhere. Um, it was a good time, though, wasn't it? We went to a um, music festival, a local music festival, a great one called Camp Dukes. Uh, we were part of the podcast festival, and uh, we got people to 
give us questions both um, online so international our international fans could also join in as well as the local punters the night before that were wasted everyone weirdly wanted to talk about anal and to be honest we love answering those questions it was great wasn't it mel well it was one of the weirdest things is that apparently i was absolutely off my face um apparently who would have thought and i saw a guy from my work and i made yeah Mm. well i saw two Okay. But one, I made him write. I'm like, do you have any sex problems? Write out your sex problems. <laughs> and I completely forgot I saw him until recently at work. And he was like, oh, you know, it's funny running into you at Doug's. I was like, oh, my God. It all, it was, it's all coming back. All coming back to me Which is now. exactly what Celine Dion wrote the song about. It, it was about similar. going up to a guy you work with and like. Asking him about. Tell me I your know. problems sexually. And then forgetting about it. But it was a good time and it's something uh, I have a lot of people asking me things about still to this day. I feel like we opened up uh, a line of well, everything communication. Everything I said was wrong, especially about the Absolutely. IUD. Absolutely. I listen to that back now and I'm like, that is terrible And advice. then after we went off air, I spoke to a couple of people around the festival and totally. they're like, you know, actually, actually with IUDs, the thing is, I'm like, well, why didn't you put your hand up? Because I was sitting there like a fucking idiot. In thinking- a... In a- fucking scrub suit and the scrub suit for some reason lab charcoal chicken on the label that was weird i have drove, driven past a charcoal chicken recently they thought you could go work there you and I, you know, they weren't wearing scrubs <laughs> yeah that is weird oh but that was a so good time. embarrassed that was a good time i feel like we should go back for round two again anyone asking that's no I'd love to be a doctor again, but this time maybe I'll research the answer in case you... But, but people have That's Google. not the point. It's not, is it? It really isn't. It isn't. Anyway, and I still what's... put vodka in my moon cup for those asking. <laughs> <laughs> Matter of fact, I've got some watermelon passion pop up there now. Excellent. Let's get some more of that. We'll be back after the break. Christmas. <laughs> We're back again. Hi, Mel. Storm, what's your favourite Christmas carol? Oh, fuck. I'm, I don't know. I don't really have any. No? <laughs> That's my one. Oh, here it comes. It's so dramatic. It's so good. It reminds me of Home Alone. It's very scary. What? I've, I've seen memes of this, but I, I do want to put it out to our listeners. What do you think the dad from Home Alone did? To afford a fully paid holiday for his entire family to Paris for Christmas and that fucking mansion. What did the dad do? Why is it just him? Maybe the mum has a job, you asshole. Okay, well, what did Catherine O'Hara? How good is she in that movie, though? I rewatched Catherine! Catherine! That's fucking amazing. Yeah, but okay, so what did they do as a couple to be able to afford nine fully paid fucking return airfares to Paris on Christmas and live in that mansion? Well, um, the price of living is a lot cheaper in the States. You can get a much bigger house. Like, okay. okay. <laughs> but how gross. That was one of the things. Like, how gross. Lucky none of them got sick. That'd be- how, how gross the mansion is, though. Like, every fucking room has a different type of disgusting wallpaper in it. It's so bad. Oh, like this weird red wallpaper. It's offensive I'm going to have to re-look at that house because in my yeah. mind it was just perfect. Maybe old money. Old money. Uh- I said, I'm going to go with old bunny. <laughs> old bunny. Yeah. Look, there was a bit what of was a... It, what was the oldest son called? Like 
Chad. Buzz. Buzz. And he's like, yeah. I'm going to feed you to my tarantula. Yeah, so to be Buzz. And that's how I learned very French from that movie. She's like, you're what the French call les incompetents. What does that mean? Um, a fuckhead. <laughs> what the French call a child actor. Oh, gotcha. Um, so, ready? Ready. Ready for the ninth day of Christmas? Mm. My true love gave to me. Storm and Mal battle the deadly Swan River jellyfish in a quest to find Jesus and godparents <gasps> to buy them presents. Oh, my god! My favourite episode. And was pl- it? Yes. Like to listen to, not okay, to do. Yeah. This is you like a horror You were very movie. upset with me about No, this I was one. not happy. So, <laughs> summary. The submersion of your typical basic bitch baby in a body of water symbolises Christ's death burial and resurrection but in the words of mel as a baby you have a stupid opinion (laughs) as early to early 30 year olds we can officially now make the educated choice that yes we should probably join the ranks of scott morrison bono and justin bieber and be baptized at hillsong tune in for the answer to such questions as who will become our new godparents who the fuck is john the baptist what's with the fish and will Storm really bejazzle for the big day? What's so wrong with wanting to live in a world where we jump in the Swan River one night and suddenly Jesus brings us bottomless trays of cheesy bread from Sizzler? Nothing's wrong, Nothing's with, that, wrong with that. If that had happened. If only. But I tell you, the Pentecon- Pentecostal church, I believe, is what is like the subheading of Hillsong. Yeah. Is it? And for Pentecostals, um, the reason, so Australia, if you don't know, if you're not from Morley, um, <laughs> Mr. 6062, Mr. Morley, um, is that Australia's on fire. And it we're going a, through yeah. an absolute, like, cl- I mean, maybe climate change is responsible. Maybe it's not. Probably is. Probably but is. also not taking in the indigenous ways of of, far- of dealing with the land, which is in winter they burn. Yeah. They usually burn yeah. off the and also flammable oil arson. trees. And then arson is more. Uh, is it climate? Is it arson? Anyway. Um, the reason why Scott Morrison, as our Prime Minister, is not doing a huge amount about it. In fact, he's fucked off to Hawaii literally at this at, at really? this week. Yes. And the whole Scott. fucking state he's from is burning down. Is because Pentecostals, they they actually don't believe that they they well, sorry they one hundred percent believe that the end is nigh that mm. like the um, apocalypse will happen and it's cleansing yeah and, that and it, it doesn't matter what you do so yeah. that so that so they very rarely react to climate based um, acts of God as they will as being bad because they see it as a bigger and plan. how comforting to know that. That, that, that's how our leader feels. If I can actually bring everyone back to this particular episode where Mouse um, compared ScoMo to a bad joke, but not just a bad joke, a whoopee cushion. Yeah. You called him a whoopee cushion, and I feel like he's really... Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think that it just it, it's going to be really, really hard for any action to take place in this country with Pentecostals at the helm. That's and we've seen scary. firsthand how fucking weird they are. Let me just quote the Hillsong... Um, tune. Are you gonna sing? You know, less dark oh within the shadows. You know, less faithful because the night leads me astray. The whole of Sydney is on fire. <laughs> Skomos in Hawaii like the Brady Bunch sequel. <laughs> <laughs> that's my reference to Hawaii. Yeah, no, that's pretty good. I'm pretty sure that's what they're saying as well. Yeah. Uh, what I can talk you of uh, just a bit of uh, throwback to this episode where um, 
if you remember or not, Mel and I. I remember tried. everything. Yeah, of course, Mel and I did try to get baptized. It didn't work out very well, but we did try. Um, I still get emails, sometimes phone calls from um, Goldie. The, from Goldie, a woman that we called Goldie, still saying like, Horny "Hi, Gold. hi, it's Easter. Do you guys want to come and get baptized? Hey, it's da da da. Do you guys maybe now's the time to get baptized?" Um, I have stopped emailing her back. When did, wait, you were initially emailing her back? No, well, she emailed me a couple of times or she even called me and like, um, and I was just like, oh, no, I don't think Mel's ready yet or, oh, we're going to be aware or whatever. So there was at least three emails or phone calls that I did respond to. I've now stopped responding. How fucking desperate are they for clientele? And in, I guess you could say, um, for money because the, the, it was about, I mean, it's not like they even charged us anything, but like they obviously just they I mean, charge for our. Maybe she I just wants t-shirts. she maybe she just wants you to be saved. Maybe thought of that. Well, look, if the fucking world keeps burning down, I can't. I, I'm not going to turn my nose up at it. Maybe we should all just become Pentecostals. It'll be a lot less stressful. I'm very stressed about the whole thing at the moment. True. Very stressed about it. And, and other news is that every now and then my friend Ronnie, who we refer to, which was my friend from work, who caught us there, or didn't know, went to that church. Um, when he he's now he doesn't work with me anymore. He's moved. Uh, we I quite, reckon he heard the. Ad. He's no, we, we're still quite close friends. And then sometimes I message him and doesn't message me back for like a couple of hours or a couple of days, and I instantly stress out that he's listened to the podcast. My head goes straight into hell again. But apparently he's just it must busy. Must be nice for your head to join the rest of you, though, darling. <laughs> so, yeah, so that was a fucking right off that one. Didn't learn anything from that, did we? No, we've even been baptised ourselves by saying Malibu and jumping into a pool dressed as Caitlyn Jenner. Which I feel like people really respected. I think so. And to be honest, I'd do it again. In fact, I do it quite often. <laughs> the amount of things we've jumped off and yelled abundance recently, it's a, it's a lot. It is a lot. Or did I just imagine that we did it the other day? Oh, we do it all the time. Yeah, I've true. taught so many people to say, Mel has taught this to me, is that when you jump into a body of water, you scream abundance and it's like your way of putting, um, what's the word? Um, it's manifesting an intention yeah, yeah, for, yeah, for abundance yeah. in your life. But I'm still pow. What does that mean? It's poor, but it's like... Pow. Pow. It's like Pow. I'm trying to be cool, but it's the watermelon passion pop coming back up. All right. You ready for um, the 10th day of Christmas? Oh, good Lord. I didn't even know it's going to be. It's so exciting. All references to Big Farm are organically beeped out in solidarity with $2 va- vagina herb remedies off wish.com. Still doesn't tell us much no, about what no this episode is. No idea what you're is. doing that. The three links at the bottom of the page, <gasps> can you say overkill? Make out that Melbourne man, Sven Perlman, who won't respond to me on Facebook, is some kind of national hero because he finished The Monster at the the Singleton Bakery. But riddle me this, Sven Perlman, if that even is your name. Have you got your cert one in stage combat? Oh, weird. We have. (laughs) Because we do. Um, Uni. Join us on the grossest degustation menu Perth has to offer as we tackle Mandra's finest dining experience, a 2.5 kilogram donut. What could go wrong? That was rank. That was bad. I don't ever want to revisit this one. That was disgusting. So, yes, Mel and I did try to eat a giant fucking donut in the middle of fucking nowhere, and it was awful. It was really gross. It was really terrible. We we hated it. We did come back from that. We had a second sitting, and we did eat over two kilos of pizza. Yeah. I was a lot better than you were. 
And um, my retrospective on the whole thing is that now my pizza consumption is over the fucking, it's off the charts. Because I sit and just eat an entire pizza in one sitting where everyone else has had like four pieces and I've already finished mine. But I think, and it's embarrassing. But I think we've gone full circle, not full circle, half circle, semicircle since then. And now we're doing like the direct opposite of that and having like a non-eating competition where we the are, loser has, who doesn't like lose enough weight. We're like having a little challenge with our friend and whoever loses it has to eat the bug. This, I've bought this tray of bugs, like mealworms and maggots and freeze-dried crickets and everything. And I have to when eat that. When does that arrive? Well, it, sh- I, it could have been today. The guy was knocking on my door. He's like, toll delivery. I'm like, toll delivery and ignoring him. That's so weird. I can't wait for the drivers to come and bring stuff to me, but whatever. Uh, yeah, so we do. We have gone full circle with that, but semi, semi full. We've circle. got a semi. We're now stopping eating. Um, I've got a big but yeah, let's semi. Never ever ever do that again uh, with with a donut. Oh, it's fucked up. All right. Well, look, we're yes. we're, we're nearly at the end. We're only eleventh day of Christmas. Eleventh day of Christmas. The eleventh potty. Eleven, eleven. Make a wish. Everybody chill. <gasps> yes. The year 3040. The earth, a desolate wasteland. The last surviving human crawls towards the final hope of mankind. A crypto chamber known to house what one can only assume is a rare relic from a time long forgotten. A beacon of hope. With his final breath, he opens the chamber. Dry ice pours out then clears. Sitting there, the last remaining artifact of humanity. Mel's double chin and Storm's <laughs> lower butt cheeks. He dies with a smile on his face, knowing that they must have looked hot at their funerals. <laughs> this week, Storm and Mel travel to the town of Morley on the wings of a Groupon and get their fat frozen. What could go wrong? <gasps> How's your fat, Stormy? Firstly, that was beautiful, Mel. That's really well written. Thank you. That was really good. I, Thank I was you. there. I was really there. See, as we did go, we had our fat frozen off we went a few times called crypto which we still can't pronounce properly don't even try anymore not, not, even, not worth it but um tell us it. your results she's had good results i love i love fat freezing i might be mildly uh mildly addicted to it however our problem is we have gone and made this podcast all but what a month and a half ago about that about that thing we really really talked a lot of shit about the woman um, that did it for us. And I'm deathly scared that she has listened to the podcast and now I can't go back. Yeah. Potential. We have three listeners in Morley. You can see it on our on our. Um, yeah, app. we can see what suburb that it was Can I tell from. you so something that's stressful. very different than mm. your experience is that I have a permanent, I believe permanent, so far it hasn't gone away, fucking bruise from the fat Where? freezing. My lower stomach. It wasn't there. Do you remember you saw I had a massive bruise at the bottom of my stomach after getting it? Uh, well, I have photos of it to okay. show that the bruise is from this because it was intense and it is and still, still there. there. And it is split open the skin as though it gave me a stretch mark. And I did not have a stretch mark there before. I can promise you I'm not lying. It was... It, it's big and it's still there. Let me just check it's still there. Let well, do just... you remember we read up something about how there was a side effect of it that actually made you more swollen? No, no, no. This is just a mark. A swollen Dion. Here, look. Oh, oh my gosh. That wasn't there before. That's quite bad. Yeah. 
I feel like we should complain. Well, when she saw it, I'm going to call Groupon up. She goes, did you you bruise easily? I'm like, not really. And she's like, well, oh, no. Yeah, and I've got photos of them at the moment it happened. And now it's a huge, it's a stretch mark. It is, it is essentially Mm. what a stretch mark is. It's like you stretch really fast. But but it's really red. No, but it's the same consistency as a fresh stretch mark. And it was the art of sucking the fat into the machine that stretched my skin into that which to be honest whilst it's happening you kind of think you're like oh this feels like my skin does not like this yeah so it kind of makes sense it does however you are addicted to something that caused me a stretch mark sorry and it's a big stretch mark too sorry about that i mean i i think i've really enjoyed um i've had good results from it but it's done some weird things like it's made my belly button different i have a weird i have a different belly button do you have an outie now no it's not oh that God, it's not that different but it kind of looks like i have a belly button piercing which i don't have i don't know it has this weird thing i won't be able to show you when i'm sitting down this is gross but um so yeah just a bit weird i and showed also, you the stretch mark on my gun no but you won't be able to see it like, oh okay anyway, and like also you guys will be like what does your belly button usually look like you don't see my belly button every day i do um but i did also um i've i've bought an audiobook about how to do it at home so We've just I'll, ice packs i'll be reporting back on how that goes i'll That's do a different... it at your house i'll do it with you i don't want to do it with fucking tina again and she'll try and sell me isogenics while she rips my stomach in half <laughs> it's shocking i think you should complain but I think how you what do i say i bet I we know. signed some kind of waiver and also oh. i wrote a fake name remember i wrote my name was ann gettys no 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 i remember i wrote your name as ann gettys how dare. <laughs> How dares you. Anyway. That brings us to the 12th day of Christmas. And what is the that? L- a partridge in a pear tree. <sighs> it was. Google oh. the zoo. Google. No. no do, the, do you want me to. That's not what we. Oh, no, you did. Sorry, sorry. No, that's just the t- subtitle. T- right. Sorry, sorry. Go right, keep going. Webster's Dictionary defines reality as the quality or state of being real. Despite our frozen foreheads, black and decker, pecker wreckers, weaves, and for no clear reason, the plastic vulva storm, storm was down at bike shorts, you don't get much more real than us. Join us on our quest to sit on a couch and be not paid to offer our witticisms and judgments on others who are on worse reality TV shows than ours. We will, will we succeed or won't we? This is a bigger mystery than how Lee Harding's Wasabi won an aria or why Storm thinks she can still audition for teenage roles in school musicals. Signing off, Kristen Stewart and Rain Wilson, sworn enemies of Kathy Griffin and Carl Sandylands featuring Charlize <laughs> Theron and Monster. What could go wrong? Get me out of here. So, yes, of course, that was our last episode. Um, it's right on the top of everyone's dome. It's all everyone can talk about. It's our very successful audition for Gogglebox. Absolutely. Um, have we got a call back? We from, have not. We, we're not. we still can't remember exactly what channel it is, but we haven't, we haven't got a call back from any of them. You know what? I have a friend who since listening to the podcast messaged me that people asked her to be on Gogglebox. They just approached her and asked her. That cuts me to my core. It cuts me deep, Beck. <laughs> that, that cuts you me, bit on that Gogglebox. cuts me into my fat, frozen stretch mark. I think since the episode, Kate from Below Deck has watched another one of our she has. stories. She does. She does quite often. Um, we are, you know. Often is twice, but that's, that's enough for me. Um, God we damn have, it, I love you, Kate. Yeah, Kate, please. Please love us back. Um, but no, um, we haven't heard back. I did ring up and they were like, that's not this channel. That is the wrong channel. 
fair enough. Um, also, we did find out that we, we supposedly couldn't audition because of the state we were in, which makes me very upset that your friend that lives in the state that we're in somehow got a game. She thing. lives in Melbourne. And oh, okay. Well, that makes me feel For some better. reason, I thought you meant the state we were in, which was like off our face. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There's only two states to live in, WA and Stone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> pretty sure I had that bumper sticker. <laughs> Did you actually? I'm pretty sure you had a bumper sticker that was like zero to bitch in 0.1 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, this is a very fast turnover. <laughs> I'm like that. She is like that. Well, those are the 12 days of Christmas. That's all we've achieved in a, in this year, which is pretty pretty exciting. It's got a lot, isn't it? Isn't it, Mousy? I think that's pretty good. So, uh, big time's coming next. What has it been doing? What are, you, what, are we, what are we doing for Christmas, Mel? Well, that's a surprise. I don't want to give oh, up. Oh, I mean, like, we're going to, not, to Bali. We might be setting ourselves on fire and going to a puppy farm, digging up the Dizzix time capsule. I don't know. It's, it's, yeah, it's all, it's all very, you know, like. In the words of Storm's dad, your last episode should be a cremation. <laughs> He's very supportive. He's going to love his Christmas present, mm. which is a cup with the Australian coat of arms on it with the um, text, you live on stolen land. He Which is, I cannot wait to give to your dad on really, Christmas. He's really, really going to appreciate that. He's going to love it. Um, I guess just to wrap up. What? Oh, oh there's hoons. Fucking hoons. Fucking hoons. Fucking All right, well, is there anything we want to say about... Uh, there is about one thing I'd like to say, yeah. and it's a little... It's a little attempt that Mouth and I made on mm. a Christmas miracle present for you. So Storm, for years that we've, well, the year, yeah, I'm exaggerating. I do go on. For the year we've had this podcast has said she wants to be on Married at First Sight and for us to set it up for no, her. No, 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 no. I didn't say I want to be on Married at First Sight. I said I don't want to be on Married at First Sight, but I would like to marry someone instantly. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> Which is very we, different. So we began creating this for you. We put an ad up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, planning the wedding um yeah i do remember it was a very specific ad yeah where did you do it because okay like just to take it back we sort of were like this will be really funny thing to do with the podcast we'll do it that no one everyone else gets to choose because i have terrible choice and men to all my ex-boyfriends listening you know who you are there's one man who Mm. will never let a girl down and who's that? There's one man who is always bringing presents. There's a man who's always, you know, he's happy, he's jolly, Fun you might Christmas. say. It's Santa. We advertised for you for a Santa Claus to marry. What mar- do you mean? We put an ad up that we would like one of the Santas from any of the stores where Santas work or the real Santa or Tim Allen in the Santa Claus to answer our ad and marry you. I wish you could see my face. This is I, It's not moving. It's the dice board. Okay, the what thought, are you thinking? This is so weird. What a well, weird thing to do. We That's wanted you to weird. walk down the aisle we and who is there. But no, the, your dad walks you down the aisle, idiot. And standing at the end of the aisle is the big man himself, old Saint Nick, hopefully with a 10-inch dick and a sack full and ready to give it to you. Sorry. Anyway. This is so weird. (laughs) Anyway, the ad was up 
And it was where? Where did you put the ad up? The internet. It was me and Rexy. <laughs> it was gum tree, oh and it was God. for actual photos of you. And me and Rex put it up. It was the night we went and saw Beach House, and um, uh-huh. we were on a boat. So Rexy and I put an ad up with all your photos, asking they had to be a also, Santa. Just, just for the listeners to hear, like this is not a weird timeline thing. This was nowhere near to Christmas that you guys decided to do this. It's so weird. Santa is timeless. <laughs> idiot and also well, I can guess you have, imagine I guess have a bit of time off at that time of year like right now but they're you, too busy for dating you basically said they could move into your house and everything so we were going to put half of the cupboard to the side and the other half would be always like Santa just Santa and like maybe his elf would come but we just couldn't stop laughing at you walking down the aisle and like looking up and it's just fucking Santa standing there but also when we put the ad up suddenly because I don't internet date I'm married um, the amount of people sending photos of their penises really got too much. And the last one that turned me off was a man putting, uh, he said, I do, does it need to be Santa? I said, it does need to be Santa. <laughs> he sent me a photo of his penis with a little Santa hat, not on the penis, but on the balls. <laughs> and that's when I took oh the ad gosh. down. Because I remember you guys sort of pulled, you, you pulled out, um, you were just sort of like, no, 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 that's not doing anyone. I was like, oh, fine, fine, don't, yeah, no, don't, don't, don't find, don't find me the man I in my dress. Because I couldn't handle, because the man it of every fix. girl's dream is Santa. Don't like cookies, milk, presents, fat belly, reindeers, full sack. <laughs> Oh, I don't know. A anyway. fat wife that you know competition <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, this is so bizarre. Are you getting a little bit of a wetty thinking of Santa? A bit of a white on? Oh, I mean, <laughs> ho, 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 yeah. motherfucker. Oh, I mean, I kind of want to see the dick pic if I'm honest, but... I got really upset. I was... So we were at... The, and I showed a few of the other people we were with who were like... I think they were very feminist... And they were like, delete the ad, delete it, it's not okay. And I deleted We're very it. feminist. I'm very feminist. How dares you? I know. The, not show me the dick pic. <laughs> the thing that's making it funnier is that your hair is up in a little bun like Cindy Lou Who from the Grinch. <laughs> <laughs> well, I am a shooketh. Look, the 12th day of Christmas. My true love. Attempted to give you. Give to me. 20 stiffies. <laughs> In Santa hats and one who didn't even make the effort. Who's just like, nah, can't do it. Well, I think if we've learned anything from this year of podcasting, it's that um, Gumtree is still very strong. And we still really, you really can you have it all. Yeah, you can't really have And have listen, all, sometimes, sometimes you have to metaphorically or literally just pull the ad down. Yeah, sometimes you know? in life you just have to pull those jingle balls down and... Oh, well, little Cindy Lou Who single for another year. But we've got still got a whole other year of podcast awesomeness coming to you guys. And we cannot wait to deliver what we've got in store. Yes. It's pretty yes. fucked up as per usual as our MO. Mm. I'm fucking starving. So I'm going to go home now and Google the zoo. Cool. Yeah, no, sounds good. Um, well, thanks for a great year, girls. Just Thank said you. it. Yeah, thanks. Is that what you said already? Don't paraphrase me. I'm, I'm just, it's my sign off. Oh. I'm allowed to do one as well. All right. So just because you're hungry and I look like a fucking... I look, I, look, I look like someone that got punched in the nose because I told them Father Christmas didn't exist. 
um, yeah, thanks, thank, thank you very much. Uh, looking forward to uh, a good new year of being a yes woman. Yes. 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 All right. Katya. Katya. <laughs> Katya. <laughs> <laughs> What could go wrong?